is Short-Term Rental Management, the show that is all about short-term rental property management with your host, yours truly, Luke Carl. Short-Term Show, Short-Term Rental Management with uh, Long Hair Luke. And today I've got my buddy Tim coming in to hang out. We are going to talk about the upcoming season, which is here. It's basically here momentarily getting ready to start. And uh, we're going to give you some tips and tricks on how to get more bookings, uh, especially this early spring season, and uh, also how to not lose your head and freak out about not having enough bookings and keeping the guests number one at all times on the 2024 preseason sizzle right after these words. Did you know that we're officially back in a buyer's market? That's right. Even though interest rates continue to rise, they are causing prices to fall. So there's finally room for you to do regular real estate investor things that we couldn't do for so long, like gas, negotiate, make lower offers, ask for sellers to cover some of your closing costs. So it's a really great time to buy in terms of being able to get a lower purchase price and being able to negotiate. So if you're looking for your first or next short-term rental, it's a perfect time to reach out to us at the short-term shop. Let our team of agents in any of our true vacation market destinations help you find the perfect investment. Jump on over to the shorttermshop.com and click get connected to get started. We are brokered by EXP Realty. See you all over there. Here we go. Short-term rental management, the pre-season sizzle 2024. We're going to talk about a glorious season that is about to start. I uh, I hate to tell you there will be no negativity on today's podcast. The world is full of negativity and everybody uh, wants to hear the bad side of crap. And that's not going to happen here. We're going to be uh, positive as positive as possible. We'll tell you how it is. We'll tell you how it's how it is though. We'll keep it real, if you will. And I'm joined today by my lovely co-host with the most, Tim, who is a uh, an agent in the Smoky Mountains. If you want to buy a cabin in the East Tennessee Mountains, he can facilitate that process. He is with the short-term shop. Tim, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good this morning, Luke. Thanks for uh inviting me on here again. Uh good to see your face. Well, you know, it's funny because we were on the phone earlier and um, we were talking and I said, you know, I'm getting ready to cut a podcast. Why don't we just go record exactly what we're talking about? <laughs> and so here we are. We should do a podcast. Uh, Tim and Luke's phone calls. Yeah. Tim, yeah. Uh, the Tim and Luke, uh, 1-800-GIVE-US-A-CALL show. Um, hey, call, you should have people call us. Right. That, there you go. That should be that could be fun. Strangers calling in with their problems or whatnot, and uh, long time listener, first time caller, right? And a couple of knucklehead uh, motorcycle guys uh, talking about the the world in general. But uh, you know, it's a, here's the deal: it's a time of year everybody's freaking out. Um, we are uh, you know end of February here, early March, and everybody's freaking out. I'm never going to get another booking. This that you know, uh, and and and. I got to tell you, I've been doing this long enough and I, I, I don't want to sit here and say, well, you, you know, if you're freaking out, you're a new because I did, I happens to me and I'll get, we'll get into that, but I'm just, you know, the thing is wait a couple more weeks. You know, I mean, if there's, if we can sum up this entire podcast in, in one sentence, it's just wait, wait a couple more weeks. And the second sentence would be don't stop lowering your damn prices. Cause you're making my life more difficult. 
Um, you know, because it is a race to the bottom right now with everybody freaking out a little bit. And this happens every year. And yeah, the economy's a mess post pandemic and this whole the whole thing. But uh, I, I panic a little bit every year. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I think if you don't panic a little, you're probably not, you know, doing your job to some degree. But you got to get it, keep it in check, you know. Uh, that's part of being, uh, doing this gig is, uh, staying on top of your stuff. And if you're panicking, that means you're looking, which is a good thing. So, well, let's talk about that. So you look, actually, I'm going to pull up some of my price labs right now, uh, not on screen, but off screen and just kind of give my impressions of what's going on. And I know you were doing that this morning. So what were you saying? Uh, I'm seeing that my, uh, March is filling in nicely now. Uh, a week ago it was like bear. And, uh, uh, I have had my finger admittedly off of, off the pulse a little bit. I've had some stuff going on in our personal life that we've been dealing with. And, uh, I just jumped back on it the last few days, really hard. And the bookings have been rolling in and I'll be honest, I'm, I'm right now. I mean, what's the date? February something it's February 20th, uh, today. And, uh, I'm looking at May real hard too. And, uh, so I'm fiddling around with May and I'm fiddling around with March and, uh, my March is, is, is getting there. And, uh, I remember last March, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like March first rolled around. I'm like, where are all my March bookings? And, and I had some, but they really started coming in like the first week of March. And, uh, so again, you know, I fall into the same trap of, you know, I get a little weird, you know, you go all January and February with nothing and you can't wait to start making money again. And, uh, uh, March rolls around and you're like, uh, I better have some bookings here. So anyway, my March is starting to roll in hard. I got a bunch, uh, in the last couple of days. So, uh, in both, uh, I'm in the Smokies and, uh, Gulf Shores markets. And, uh, I'll be honest, my Gulf Shores was like empty for March. And, uh, the last couple of days, it's like, I've gotten a couple huge ones that are just like, you know, you don't, you get a couple seven dayers and all of a sudden your month's full, you know, uh, or half full if you get two. Yeah. Did we <laughs> mention there's not going to be a lot of negativity? Um, because it's just not, there's so much negativity in the world. I'm sorry. If you're looking for, oh my God, the sky is falling, you're in the wrong place. We're not going to do that here <clears throat> at Short Term Show and Short Term Rental Management. But um, I, I will say, I'm, you know, my bookings are pretty light right now and I don't really care. Um, I, I'm, I'm pulling up a couple of my properties, a little two bedroom here in the Smokies, and it's pretty, pretty okay for March. I would say it's, uh, uh, you know, I'm guessing half booked. Um, I have all my weekends available except, except for the first weekend. And I'm, I'm happy with that. My weekdays, I've got two five night bookings during weekdays, which is great. Oh, that's awesome. Sunday wow. through Thursday and two different weeks in March. Uh, my weekends are, are very nicely priced. I'm in the two forty range right now on my weekends in March on this little one and a half bedroom in the Smokies, which, um, you know, when I first started and we do need to talk about perspective here. Uh, when I first started this home, my, 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 the pinnacle of, of pricing on this house was $199 a night was what I was hoping to get at Christmas. So, and again, I, I have, you got to keep that in mind. I've been around for a little while. Um, I've been, uh, on Airbnb in the Smokies longer than anybody. It's a statistic I like to, uh, to brag about. Um, but which is really in the grand scheme of things, not that long, you know, but I, I do because of that have a different perspective. Uh, when it comes to pricing my property, to me, $200 a night on this house that I'm talking about right now, which is a little 1,400 square foot, one and a half bed, is like, wow, holy crap, 200 bucks. And I, of course, I'm, I'm luckily grateful that I, I never refinanced or anything. I'm still rolling on the original loan on this thing. So I don't have like, 
uh, new um, uh, prices to pay every month to the man, obligations towards my debt uh, service, etc., uh, which is a wonderful feeling. Um, not that I'm saying you should do it that way. You know, if you got enough equity, sometimes you need to use it and move it on to the next thing. But anyway, I'm looking at two, I'm priced at $240 a night on the weekends in March on this house. They're not booked yet. I can also tell you that this house has never, since day one, 2015, nine years now, never been empty on a weekend. So will I get the 240 Maybe, you know, because like I said, it's not going to go empty. It will not go empty. Um, but that said, I may need to, you know, I maybe I'll drop these weekends here to a 199, give or take, you know, we're, I also want to give one more disclaimer and then I'll turn it over to you. We're not here to give data numbers here, my friends. It's not what we do. I'm not a data junkie nerd kind of guy. I'm just, I look at my calendar. I figure out what I need to change to get it booked. And the last thing I'll say on that, right now, I do not think it is a race to the bottom situation. If you are lowering your rates, you're doing yourself and your neighbors a disservice. Go ahead, Tim. Oh, I was just going to say, I just pulled up my 2-2 as well. <laughs> I always like to compare when you start throwing some numbers out there, you know. Uh, this is good Luke data. Uh, my only weekend booked in March is booked at 2.52 a night in uh in march for my two two and my other weekends are priced at 230 a night and they're not booked yet but uh so right in line with you there so is, uh can you describe this property is it two real bedrooms it is two real bedrooms uh sleep six it's you know two bedrooms with uh with a sleeper sofa mm -hmm. and, uh, but not about the same square footage you know 1300 something like that so yeah mine i would say of... mine is maybe slightly less per night than yours in in general because i i don't have a real bedroom upstairs which which I think that's fine. I personally, if I'm going to book a house in this market, I kind of like the open loft vibe. I'm not going to sleep up there, but the kids can sleep up there, that kind of thing. And, um, and also, uh, I only allow five in this home. So you are, you are edging me out there a little bit on capacity and, um, and also real bedroom versus not, but yeah, it sounds like we're, I mean, rentability wise, they're probably the same damn house. Right. And so, yeah. uh, we're uh, neck and neck. What is your base rate on that thing right now? Now we're getting way into it. <laughs> Two eighteen. Okay, I'm a one ninety nine right at this second with no with naked men naked max on this one and a half bed. I probably what I'll do here is I can't get my hair right. I don't know what. <laughs> Maybe that means I need to go ride my motorcycle and just put a. Uh, that's actually what that means. Yeah. Um. So. What uh, what it what I'm looking at here is maybe I'll do some black line uh, overrides on my weekends to get it to 199, that kind of thing. I don't think I want to, um, again, without sharing screen, I, I don't want to lower my base rate on this thing uh, right now. I think 199 is probably right where I would like it to be, and that's going to get me a real nice overall gross annual income on this house, which is, uh, I mean, like I said, this my my average base rate that I have set right now on Price Labs is what I was hoping to get at Christmas time when I, uh, you know, nine years ago. So that's another thing you got to consider. Rents always go up over time. Rents always go up over time. And um, you know, I'm not here to talk about the economy. I don't know enough about it to be, uh, you know, fluent on in a conversation there as far as uh, the politics and the economy. Um, stocks seem to be doing okay and that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, insurance and taxes are through the roof. And 
Um, that that applies to us in more than one capacity because we are uh, having to raise rates per you know nightly rates to keep up with that, and also uh, our guests are dealing with that in their own personal homes. You know that's just a fact of life right now. Insurance is, you know, started in Florida a couple years ago. In Florida, everybody was talking about the insurance in Florida, and then it just spread and spread and spread, and now it's everywhere, and uh, and the taxes are not great either. So you know, again, I'm not here to talk about the economy because I d- I just am not qualified. I don't feel comfortable with that uh, conversation. But uh, um, I guess if I had a point. Um, the bookings are coming. <laughs> I don't know if I had a point, but the bookings are coming. I'm telling you, it is not time yet. Okay, today, uh, release of this podcast is uh, 27, Feb 27, 2024. And uh, this is preseason right now. You know, uh, here's another thing you got to consider. Okay, it's been extremely cold nationwide right now. I think that that is a factor. Um, I was right last year when it was the, uh, the, when the passport office opened back up and was uh getting everybody was getting a new passport to go overseas i was right about that our bookings died um in in august uh uh, july and august last year because everybody was going overseas and i'm also right about the fact that the cold weather seems to be kind of hanging on a little longer this year again i live in florida and it was 30 something degrees this morning which is unheard of um and and to have that temperature holding on this late in february is also unheard of and and that is a factor you know uh when people when the when the weather changes and the the sun is shining the birds start chirping then all of a sudden it's like a switch flips in their brain and they're like maybe i need to start thinking about getting out of town and we haven't really had that yet so that's something to consider uh anything else to add there tim yeah, we're, we got a multitude. I, I agree. You know, we're coming up on, uh, you know, tax return season for, uh, you know, W2 folks. So that, that's always a, a bump as well. I think just traditionally looking at booking windows uh, over the last several years, we've seen a trend of or I've seen a trend of my booking windows getting shorter and shorter. So, you know, I mean, my my cabins are booking on a shorter and shorter lead time all the time. And I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing. Just something I've had to mentally adjust to a little bit, uh, you know that that obviously varies a lot with the size of your property my my little my little cabins i'm like i get a ton that are same day uh a, a lot like an alarming amount of same day bookings <laughs> and uh, uh but even my you know i got my biggest one sleep 16 and i get stuff within three days of when people are checking in so um frequently and uh so anyway that's that's changed that, that used to not really be the case you know that was uh you know, if you've been in this game a long time, you know, that something like that, you'd be out a couple months a lot of times. So, uh, and I am starting to get some of those too. You know, I'm getting some, uh, you know, summer bookings and stuff for that bigger property. Uh, so anyway, now I agree though. It's not, I'm not, I'm not freaking out. Uh, I, I say I'm not freaking out. I always freak out a little bit, but then I'm not really freaking out. <laughs> it freaks me out enough to, to pay attention and do the things I normally do. I like to, uh, I like to kind of, I call it, you know, wake up, tickle, whatever my listings, you know, coming off, especially my beach stuff, my beach stuff, you know, I do snowbirds and longer bookings. So I, again, this is all theory. I don't really know, but, uh, I feel like, you know, I put a, I put a, a snowbird in there for two months. So that, that listing is getting no action for two months, you know, over the winter. So, you know, come like right and now. I don't know about you, but what I don't get any action for two months, I get a little grumpy. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No action is is bad. Bad, bad deal. <laughs> I think we're uh, shifting this podcast around. Oh, we with. Let's go. Yeah, we went there. Okay. Anyway, bring it back. But to anyway, uh, you know, I jump in and start fiddling with stuff uh, kind of right now. And I did that start about a week ago. And all of a sudden, I they started rolling in. And it, it, again, it's either just massive coincidence that I started fiddling with things. And all of a sudden, I started getting lots of bookings or it's just time. But Again, I feel like it sits and uh, with no action, and and it just kind of goes stagnant, you know. And uh, you know, you get no action, you get stagnant. That's yeah, yeah, you, you get a little rusty. You forget how right, to do it. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I, I'm here to tell you, it's like riding a bike. I don't know what these sexual innuendos just keep coming out of everywhere, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's 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 like riding a bike. I'm telling you, you get one booking, two booking. So anyway, if there's if you want to can you know go down that freak out rabbit hole, which I can't I can't fault anybody for that. I think what it, what you're going to do preseason sizzle 2024 is maybe just kind of wake your listing up a little bit. You want, if you want to drop rates, please, please do me a favor as your old, I'm the ultimate enemy, right? Uh, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the listener, anybody out there in rental land, please don't rate lower all your rates. Don't do that. If you want to lower like some upcoming dates or weekends, that's actually what I'm doing right now. When Tim's talking, I'm over here black lining my weekends <laughs> in March and let's talk about the uh, black line. I'm no, a black okay, liner. But hold on, let me finish my point and then I'll turn it over to you for the black line. Uh so if you're gonna freak out and lower rates, do me a favor, do yourself a favor, do your futures, do your Ju- July self a favor and just kind of you know strategically black line a little bit of the upcoming calendar within the next two to three weeks maybe with a price that's low enough to get you some action and again back to the dating innuendo if you start getting some action it's kind of funny how that phone starts ringing man you know it's like all of a sudden you're a hot commodity you know so we don't need to lower our overall rates for our entire calendar here we just need to kind of wake you back up two three four bookings is really all you need if you get two bookings Again, we're March, uh, Feb 27 right now, first of March, basically. If you get two bookings in the next week, like for one house, I think that, you know, and these, these bookings can be any time from now until in the indefinite future. I think that's really kind of enough to get jump started and give you a little bit of confidence. Because right now what we're dealing with is a lack of confidence. You know, we've gone two months and, and most, again, Tim and I both live in vacation town. So that's something to note and understand that Tim and I, we we live in these areas and most folks that are doing this do not and it is a different way of living your life you know for instance i here's just one random one that we were just i just went through on my way to this podcast was um, a golf cart right uh, uh we live in the in the on the beach in, in in florida outside of destin and everybody's got a golf cart and you go to the golf cart store it's nothing but electric golf carts and why because they're for renters and the, the gas golf carts, you know, what happened really the biggest problem there is that if they run out of gas, it's kind of a pain in the ass. If, if it's electric, you can take the, the charger with you and you plug it in basically anywhere. It's one reason. Also the gas ones are faster, you know? And so I'm just like, dude, I need I can't deal with this electric anymore. I'm not a tourist. I don't need like the, you know, the, drunk person on vacation that's a terrible way to say that because nobody's going to drink and drive around here all right but um i want a golf cart that's going to get me to where i need to go damn it and the golf cart store you didn't, even, ha- you they didn't even have a, 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 a gas golf cart because everything that is sold in the area where i live and where tim lives is sold to and for tourists 
Okay. So I went off on a tangent there. Bring it back to the black line thing. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm on your you tan- can take it wherever I'm you want. I don't tangent. Care. You cannot drive around with that Harley t-shirt on and that hair and those tattoos and electric golf cart. You got to fix that. I'm ready, yeah, dude. I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm on my second electric golf cart. I'm sick of this. We thing. need bright get- orange and we need bright orange and flames on this golf cart. I mean, let's let's do it. Uh anyway, black lines. Black lines are how I tweak my prices. Uh there is there is not a right or a wrong way to do it. It's how what works for you. Um, some people use the seasons. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff in price labs to do this. There's not one way to skin the cat, as they say. Black lines are the way I love to do it. And what I do is I look at an area that I am feeling concerned about, or just maybe not even concerned is the right word. Just want to get some action. And you pick a range of dates. And when you pick the range of dates in price labs, you can do all kinds of customization to that range of dates. And when you apply it to the calendar, it gives it a black line. So that's why when Luke and I talk about black lines, that's what that is. So I'll look out on my March and I'm looking at one right now. And the one I'm looking at, uh, uh, the fifth through the ninth is open. So I would go in and select, just click on the fifth and then you end it on the ninth. And if I wanted to rattle that around a little bit, you can go into the pricing and, uh, I'm just going to pull it up here on my screen so I can see what I'm talking about. Uh, but anyway, it, it gives you the option to do a few things. And the way I do it is on the price settings, you can choose either, uh, price change on recommended price or an actual price you can put in there. I like the percentage based because it gives me some like flexibility. Like it doesn't make them all the same price. If you go, if you put a fixed price in there and you set it to $110, it makes every night $110. I don't like that. It just messes with my brain. So I use the percentage and I'll just do a negative five or negative 10 or whatever. And I tend to do a kind of a method that where I get in a little cycle and I'll do a negative, let's just say a negative five. And these numbers change all the time. So don't take it as gospel, but I'll do like a negative five one day. And two days later, I might take it negative 10. And then I might go down as far as negative 15. And then the next day I'll actually do a raise and I'll raise it. Whatever my total drop is, I'll raise that back up. So if I went a total of 15 down, I'll go up on the fourth day and I'll raise it 15%. And I've gotten just as many bookings on the raise day as I do on the drop days. So I just kind of fiddle with it to rattle around, tickle it, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, uh, and I do that just for those little, you know, pockets and, you know, sometimes a pocket, the biggest pocket I'll really do is an entire month. And that's not even very often. I do an entire month. Usually it's kind of holes I'm filling in and, uh, (laughs) it tends to work great. There you go. There you go. I right. Stop it. You're you're filling my brain oh, with words. That's what uh, she said. All right. Yeah, I can't help yeah. it. I can't help it. All right. You know the holes you gotta fill. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. I hope Avery doesn't listen to this one. This episode is brought to you by Short Term Rental Listing Advice. Join this Facebook group and post your listing to get advice from other hosts, including myself, on how you can improve your listing. Or just post your property so you can show off. Join us at strlistingadvice.com. That's strlistingadvice.com. You know, we talk about changing prices constantly, and it's, it's it almost gets to the point where you're like sitting there like, well, these guys, all they ever do is say, change your prices and you'll get bookings. But here's the truth. The, the truth is, is that your calendar is ever changing, right? And so if you get a booking, your calendar has now changed and your price needs to be changed. I'm not saying that every single time you get a booking, you got to change your rates. But 
the calendar has changed and you know you got to start to think about that once you get three four five bookings rolling in i'm sure somebody could do some data nerd crap on that how many bookings (laughs) do i get versus how often should i change my rates that's a real thing you know so well let's talk about other levers because we've been talking about price labs this whole thing there's other levers you know uh what's your title you know, I mean, look at, I mean, are you doing a, a, a March special? And if you, in my opinion, once you're half booked, you need to change that March special to like a May <laughs> you know, or something, you know, and what are your pictures looking like? Do you still have your uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving pictures up? Uh, if so, you need to, it's time to ditch those and get spring going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's other things you need to be doing other than just pricing. We've been oh, talking 100%, about a lot, yeah. but there are other levers you need to be pulling in this time of year for sure. And if you haven't done that yet, you need to get on it. Yeah, so. and you got to have the bright, shiny springtime, summertime happy pictures going right now. I always compare it to Hobby Lobby. You go to Hobby Lobby right now, and please, they're already done with freaking uh, St. Patrick's Day. They're over it. You know, we're moving on to Fourth of July. Right. So uh, you got to you got to think forward when it comes to your booking. And I agree with the March special, spring special, spring sizzle, something like that with the, your headline. Um, and then uh, once March is booked up, you know, I mean. Let me let me take that one step further. Is it even worth having a an April headline right now? Probably not, because ninety percent of all bookings are within the next thirty days, according to Airbnb, right? Which is a pretty big authority. Um, so a- April's probably not really looking to get a whole lot of action right now. So I think, as Tim said, you're probably better off skipping right over April as far as your headlines and your advertising is concerned, and going to May because. May is difficult and April's not. So, you know, this is probably, honestly, if you're focused on your March and your your April right now, in my opinion, you're probably doing yourself a disservice. Let's get that May rocking and rolling, you know, because you got to scoop up as many uh, uh, people as you can, as far in advance as you can for that damn um, May. Now, I will also say, as far as the black lines, I, I usually do dollar figures for my overrides, it's very rare that I'll do a percentage-based um, uh, manual override on my price labs. Again, if you don't use price labs, none of this stuff's going to make any sense, really. But um, most people use it. So, uh, but yeah, I, you know, I usually do like a dollar figure manual override, and and um, also something you need to consider. Like I'm taking a look at one of my beach houses right now. It's a, it's in the Forgotten Coast of Florida. I bought it using the short-term shop, which is why we're here. I don't want that to be a secret. We're here to sell houses, baby. I do not sell houses. I'm not an agent, but we do have a wonderful team of agents that can help you get involved with this space, and we would love to help you. And And I can teach you how to manage it, too. I, I teach a private class each and every Monday that uh, all of our clients are welcome to come anytime. Please come on, buy a house with the short-term shop. We love you. Anyway, uh, this house was purchased with the short term shop in the Forgotten Coast, Ca- uh, Cape Sandblast, which is a tiny little area. I love it down there. Um, it's just a very sleepy, quiet little beach town. And I, I just pulled it up on, and my base rate was like five eighty nine. Okay, and so you got to keep that in mind too, because if I drop that base rate on this particular on, on beach properties, you know, beach season's only like seven or eight months. So if I drop that base rate right now, my June and July, my peak booking season is going to be too low, you know? So honestly, on this property, it's probably, I'm better off picking a, a black line number for like the next two to three weeks uh, of March that I'm not willing to go below. This is one strategy I'll use where, okay, this is the lowest I'll go on this house. Let's, you know, if I, let's say my next three weeks, which they're not, but uh, two of them, I got one week uh, empty, one week book, one week empty on this house. So I would maybe black line that first week and third week to like, you know, my 
lowest number that I'm willing to rent it for, but maybe not tweak my base rate because then my June and July are going to drop. So if you're tweaking base rate right now, especially on a property that's only like a six or seven month season, you got to really start paying attention to the June, July areas where it's in most markets going to be super heavy booking because I'm going to tell you, it's probably going to drop it lower than you want to go. That's exactly the reason I'm a fan of the the, the black line <laughs> because it, it can, if you're not careful with your base rates, you can damage other parts of the air. You know, it's funny because I just said I don't use percentage-based overrides and I've just looked at my May on this property and it's got a 10%. Right, right. <laughs> but May's an exception, you know. May is a weird month. and You do everything you can to try and get it rocking. Um, now I'm just over here changing my prices. <laughs> What's my June, July look like on this thing? Well, first of all, I've already got two bookings, two big bookings, five, five night and a seven night in June. At high dollar, anywhere from seven fifty to eleven hundred bucks per night. You want to talk about some positivity? I, I always put, you know, I leave my calendar open a year, and I've got some far out pricing stuff set up to where it jacks my prices up pretty high. Out past, it's either six months, I think, six or nine months, something. Anyway, uh, I've been getting some massive bookings later this year uh, showing up on some properties. That is a little shocking, to be honest. Well, what did you get, and how did you do it? What did I get? Uh, well, I got one for our sleep 16 for, it's like the week after Thanksgiving. It's like December 27th to, to December 1st, I think. And it was like 12 or $1,300 a night popped in. The other How day. big is this house? Uh, six bedroom, uh, 3,200 square feet. Oh, uh, the, uh, yeah, the, the one you built yourself, you redid it yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Beautiful. But normally like, you know, I mean, that's like peak numbers, you know, uh for that which, for that property which to uh, me those are fairly throwaway dates right know? yeah yeah no i agree that's a major that's, score you just chalk that up to luck or do you have a yeah i guess i don't really how know. do i get that booking I, I don't know you know and i've and that same thing i've been getting quite a few i've gotten like i went and then raised my stuff even more because i was getting some june and july stuff that was high but i don't know i was shocked at how much was coming in so i raised it up a little bit <laughs> uh so, yeah, I mean, there's some stuff. I mean, again, I think, you know, again, we're just coming into the season's just getting rolling here. So we're just the last thing you want to do is drop prices right now. Now, give give it another seven to 10 days. And if you can get let's set a goal. All right. Seven to 10 days. If we can get two bookings, don't raise your, don't lower your rates. All right. Can we do that, please, everybody? Uh, you're going to make me look bad by having higher rates than you. And I don't want that. So. Let's go. Let's go. March seven. If we can get two to three bookings in the next week, uh, week and a half, I think we should be pretty confident that things are. You know, I mean, you guys, you got to understand. It's like this every year. Yeah. And I will say, there's been less freak out this year. You know, we've been doing this a long time now, and I feel like the. Uh, you know, we've got also very large Facebook groups. I may have already mentioned this, but we do have a very large. Uh, a public open to the public Facebook group with 60 something thousand people. And, and I'll say the overall vibe this year uh, is, is pretty good, you know, compared to years past uh, there, there's been a few years and, and, and especially when we first started the Facebook groups where it was like, man, I felt, I literally felt like I was everybody's therapist and uh, tried talking them off the ledge every 10 seconds. And, uh, and luckily I think that culture's kind of changed a little bit. And again, if you want positivity, you're in the right place. If you want, oh my God, we're never going to get another booking again. Then you're you're just in the wrong place. And I, I, I mean, it's that positivity I think that's what's getting Tim that that ridiculous November booking, you know. 
I'll tell you too, like living here, I'm going way backwards to in the beginning of this. You're talking about the economy and we both live in these things. I live in the Smokies and, uh, you know, I, I judge a lot of things like how hard is it for me to get to Lowe's if I have to go after like 9 a.m. And, uh, I can tell you it's been pretty trafficy. <laughs> There's been a lot of traffic. That's, and, that's right. Uh, and, and, you know, again, that, got to you know with that there's a lot of out of town license plates and mm -hmm. that's always a good thing we were out yesterday and we were just looking stop at a stoplight and when uh 80 of the license plates are not from here that's a that's a good sign so yeah i was just there i was just in the smokies and we partied and uh partied for a couple yeah. old old sober dudes yeah. but partied with our diet cokes right yeah <laughs> no i won't even do that <laughs> but uh you know a little club soda and a steak uh, that's a, and, a, and 7 p.m. That's about the party these days. But, <laughs> you know, I, I went for a run. I, I run every day. I went out for I went, one day. I went out on the parkway. And um, and I just was like, I got stuck at a stoplight trying to cross the road. And I just stood there and just soaked it in with these license plates. And they were all it was all Louisiana and Alabama, you know. And um, I, I don't know if there's any significance to that story other than the fact that you do have to realize this is these these places are a different they're a different animal. I will also say where I'm at here out in Miramar Beach area, Destin area, uh, we don't we we don't have the traffic yet. Uh, it's also thirty something degrees this morning, which is unheard of. I mean, I had to get out the damn North Face with the fuzz the fuzzy uh, stuff around the hood, you know. <laughs> my my Omaha jacket. That's where yeah. I'm. I'm a, I'm a Nebraska boy originally, and it gets cold as hell there. So I've got a jacket that I only use when I go home. You better not tell your Omaha buddies that you're wearing a North Face when it's 32 out. They're yeah, they're, they're, rocking, yeah, they're, they're rocking the shorts at 32. Yeah, they're wearing a short sleeve uh, flannel shirt. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've been gone. I've been gone too long. But uh, you know, <laughs> so it is still cold here, and it hasn't picked up yet. And uh, and and I think as soon as that, you know, and, and again, you gotta understand, most of the folks that are coming here are within a four, five, seven hour drive. Four, five, six, seven hours. You know, something like that. And it's still cold in those areas. We get a lot of people coming down from Tennessee. We get a lot of people coming from uh, a ton of people from Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Louisiana. And and right now, honestly, the mountains are probably a little more appealing than the beach because you can, there's more stuff to do in the mountains when it's cold outside. There's really not a whole lot to do down where I live. Nothing's even open yet, you know, and um, I don't know about Dollywood's schedule. Maybe we need to Google that, but I think they stay open all year, at least in some capacity. Um, so that's something to consider as well. You know, there's not, not a lot to do. Uh, so why would anybody even want to come here? You know, it, one more thing I want to throw out there is that, um, mortgages have not been really covered for the past two or three months. And that is stressful. I, I definitely feel your pain there, you know, and, and if you're, especially if you're new and you didn't account for the fact that you were going to go two or three months with no rental revenue, and then next thing you know, your your mortgage money's gone, or maybe you're even dipping into your own pocket. That can be stressful, and I think that's where a little of that freakout comes from. So, only thing you can do there is just plan better for next year. You know, I do profit first, obviously, with all my properties. I set aside exactly how much I'm going to need in an in a, uh, opex account for uh, all my my bills throughout the year, uh, and a lot of the. The CapEx goes to another account. I have the same amount in my CapEx account all the time. When it gets used up, it gets replenished. And then uh, if you're if you're not escrowed, then you can separate your, you know, you might have a separate account for, if you're doing a commercial mortgage, you'd maybe have a separate account for a uh, um, uh, insurance account and, and a taxes account. Of course, if you're escrowed, then that makes all that a lot easier, which most folks are in the single family space. 
But, you know, that's where a lot of that freakout comes from, especially with noobs, is that they didn't really budget the way they probably should have or or maybe didn't even realize they were supposed to budget. And then next thing you know, they've already they've just paid two full mortgages with the profits from the previous months and didn't really plan ahead. Or maybe they over rehabbed. You know, a lot of folks over rehab their first low season because there's nothing else to do. Let's let's also let me throw one more thing at you. Boredom. If you're bored uh, and you don't have another down payment yet, it's very dangerous because you could go out and spend a bunch of money that you probably didn't really need to spend. You know, oh, you know what? This uh, I had one the other day. This guy sent me a beautiful, beautiful house. And he's like and it was, you know, it was like the 10th of February. And he sends me this gorgeous house which I want you to do that, please. I do want people to send me messages. I don't want this story to deter anybody from contacting me. <laughs> but uh, especially if you're a short-term shop client, I'm always available and happy to help if you want to listen to my loud mouth talk about nothing for an hour. But uh, what was my point? We were talking about, uh, oh, boredom. You're sitting there 10th of February and there's no bookings coming in and you got a couple of bucks left in your OPEX account and you don't have enough money for another down payment yet. It's a very common scenario. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, maybe this need, this wall needs an accent wall. This room needs an accent wall. Maybe I need a new coffee situation. Maybe I need a $10,000 whatever. Uh, and that's a pretty good way to to let that uh, those accounts uh, get sucked dry. So anyway, this particular gentleman that messaged me, I was I look I, I wrote him back and I go, dude, this house is beautiful. Uh, you're bored, no bookings are coming in, and you probably don't you know you, I, if I had to guess, you're not in a situation yet to be focusing that energy on the next house because there's no down payment. But if you if you catch yourself doing what I just mentioned, the boredom thing, we need a name for that, Tim. Boredom. <laughs> I do the opposite. I I uh I get like not quite enough to start buying another house, and I go start doing it anyway, and I don't yeah. get all my rehab stuff done. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, if you're in that in that boredom phase where you're sitting there like, oh, I don't have enough money to shop around, shop anyway. Shop anyway. I'm telling you. Um, since day one, Avery and I, you know, when we first started, we were always struggling for down payments, man. You know, it's always, it's never easy. Get I drive it. my wife crazy with that. because Buying I, real estate <laughs> is freaking hard, okay? You got to have a lot of cash to buy real estate. So, but here's one thing I'm going to say, and I'll turn it back over to that wife story because I want to hear that. But um, it, even if you don't have the money to go out and get the next one yet, doesn't matter. Be patient, be proud and shop around anyway, man. The more you shop around and make it realistic and make it real, the sooner it's going to happen, even if you don't have the dough. Anyway, tell me that Tell me that wife's being annoyed. Well, on the tail of what you just said, I totally believe, and I'm not, I don't encourage buying if you're not ready, but if you stay relevant with the market, you know, don't lose that touch that you have. There's a touch that you get when you're being obsessive and looking at properties and knowing where things are and running numbers. I mean, I, I n never stopped doing that. Uh, mm. But anyway, no, I was just saying, I, I, I tend to, we'll get something, I'm a, you know, I'm a typical, I don't know if I say I'm a typical dude, but I tend to get things like 80% done and then move on to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start on a project and I'll get like close to done and we got a little money sitting around and I am constantly shopping. So I find a property and next thing you know, here we go. And uh, we're not done with the last one yet. And my wife, it just drives her nuts because it's been that for ever since we started doing this. We'll literally catch our breath from our last purchase slash rehab slash whatever and we're under contract again <laughs> it drives her crazy well because uh, you never know when the deal's going to come 
Right. Deals right. are not always there. That's another thing with, that drives me nuts about folks that are brand new. I can't find a house that, you know, that works for me. You know, well, do you think they're just going to fall out of the sky? You got to be hyper-focused and obsessed and take, you know, like a lot of time to find the right one that's going to work for you and your family, you know? And, and I, I agree with you because there are times where I will stop looking, you know, right now I'm mostly buying, um, long-term single families and I, I am shopping for a short term. I have been for a while. Uh, but, uh, it's slow going there for the, for the market I'm looking in. Uh, but anyway, uh, if I go a month or so, which is rare, but if I go, you know, two, three, four weeks without being super hyper-focused on every property that comes on the market for, you know, every single, I use realtor.com. So every single little red, little red dot, I'm completely out of practice after two weeks. You know, and then it's like, oh my gosh, I don't need, you, you got to have all those houses memorized. You, you you need to know, oh, that yellow one over there with the split entry. I, that, this is why I don't want that one. Oh, that red brick one over here in this neighborhood. I don't want that one because of this. And if you start to slip and, 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 uh, you know, aren't memorizing all those deals and all those properties and, and staying, you know, tuned in to your market and, then uh, bad things. You're going to miss a deal. You're going to miss a deal. So I'll always be shopping. ABS. ABS. Always, <laughs> always be shopping. I feel like we just did another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, two, two for one special here today yeah. on the, uh, on the 2024 preseason sizzle. All right. So again, what, what else do we need to know? I think we've covered a lot here. It's been a very wonderful uh, experience. Always a pleasure to yakking at you. Uh, but uh, my, my thing is again, to recap, don't, don't freak out. You know, it's, it's Feb 27 right now. Uh, I think that in a matter of days, you're going to get, you know, that's my goal. Once again, I think we're setting a goal right now, two bookings in the next seven days, seven to 10 yeah. days. I do think it's, you know, it's drastically important to, to watch your fundamentals, do what works for you over and over. Don't, don't, don't let your stuff slip, but don't overthink and go way over the other way either. You know, understand, you know, the things that worked for you are going to continue working for you. You just got to stay on it. You got to keep tweaking things obviously, but, uh, uh, don't let go of that stuff. I'm going to call you out right now. I'm going to call you out. Not you, but the listener. I'm going to call your ass out. Did you go two months without looking at your listing and then open your calendar and realize you didn't have any bookings? Because that's your fault. <laughs> you know, you got to pay attention. It's just like those red dots on realtor.com. If you're not paying attention to the empty nights on your vacation rental calendar, they won't get booked. So doesn't mean it's too late. Matter of fact, right now is probably the perfect time and I hope you enjoyed your off season. That's another thing, man. We work hard in the season. The season is starting. These folks are coming in. They're going to be needy. And we need to accommodate them and show them a good time on their vacation, man. It's about having a good time. Uh, these, these are hardworking folks, and they deserve to come in and be paid attention to and, and, and have a nice place with clean sheets that smells good and looks good and a nice place to cook breakfast for their family. That needs to be the focus right now. That needs to be the focus. Can't is my house ready to provide a great vacation? And it's going to be, you know, we're, we're coming into this. You blink your eye, it's September. So here we are, man. And uh, it, it's never too late to get ready. So let's, let's get it going. All right. Well, if Tim doesn't have anything else, uh, we, we, we wish you all a very awesome 2024 uh, booking season. Uh, make sure that the guest stays number one. If you always have the guest first in mind, you will prevail.
All right, because without them, even when they're mean and uh, you know not doing cool stuff or leaving, they leave a four star, whatever the case may be, they're still number one. And if you keep the guest number one in your mind and your heart, you're going to do better than the next guy. And uh, and welcome back to paying attention to your vacation rental for 2024. And, uh, and we'll catch you next Tuesday. And uh, the shorttermshop.com, we love you. Wait a minute, I think I do have a quote. I've got a quote. And it's perfect for today's episode. There it is. Okay. Uh, decision paralysis is not likely to occur until the number of options moves past six. Think about that. Oh. Heath Brothers, a book I'm just finishing right now called Decisive. It's a very good book in which he mentioned several times one of my very favorite books of all time, which is uh, Paradox of Choice. Uh, but it's two brothers, the Heath brothers. Decision paralysis is not likely to occur until the number of options moves past six. Hmm. Food for thought. Long hair Luke, on behalf of Tim, the madman uh, of the Smoky Mountains uh, slash Sasquatch, uh, <laughs> uh, on uh, short-term rental management, asking you to please don't overthink it.